You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. On this week's Dear Viv, when your finances are mismatched in a relationship, when your brother seems to be taking advantage of your parents... What to say to a sexually active teenage son and how to keep your relationship alive when life becomes one big parent fest. Our first question this week. Dear Viv, my boyfriend and I are talking about getting engaged soon and trying for a baby soon after. The only bump in the road is our financial situation. We live in a rented flat in London and he wants to own a place before we have a child. He has some savings from his job, which is quite well paid, and I have much less, less than a quarter of what he has, in savings from my grandparents, so we could just about scrape a deposit together. My job in social care is much less well paid than his, which is in the private sector. It makes me feel fulfilled, but he always brings it up as an issue. He says we won't be able to afford children and a good quality of life on our combined salaries. I think there are more important things than money and we'll find a way to get by. But he thinks I'm being delusional and always nags me to look at potential career changes and ways to earn more. I think he thinks he'll have to fund the majority of our life together and that makes him feel bitter towards me as a lower earner. What should I do? Hello, fulfilled social care worker. Well, this is a tricky one and alarm bells are ringing for me here as I think they are for you. It doesn't really matter if finances are mismatched in a relationship as long as the two people hold similar values. Values are what hold a relationship together in the long term. And I think it sounds here as if you have a clash not so much about money as about values. It worries me that he's nagging you to look at potential career changes. How serious is he about this? Does he really understand how much your work means to you? Is he prepared long-term to accept what your job means? Two people working, for example, in private equity management live a very different lifestyle to a couple where one of them works in social care. You have understood that and accepted it. You've even chosen it. I'm not sure that he's understood it, let alone accepted it. It sounds as if you're doing the right thing by talking about these things and you clearly love each other because you're planning a life together. But I wonder if you have really been honest with each other up to this point about what it is exactly that you both want and how you imagine your life together working out. There's not much to be done here other than talk about this calmly and without preconceptions and melodrama. The other thing to add is that you say you want to try for a baby and babies have a habit of making people change their minds about jobs, money and life generally. It can go in both directions. Some people suddenly become very ambitious and want to earn a lot more money than they did before. Others want to step right back and be able to devote all their time to family life, even if that means at a huge financial cost. So that is something to bear in mind. You might not always feel the way that you feel now, and he might not either too. How can you build some flexibility into your situation so that either of you could change your mind? There's a lot to talk about here. Don't be afraid. Just do the talking. 
Our next question. Diviv, my brother and his girlfriend have recently had a baby. My parents are so excited and try and see him as often as they can, but it involves a five-hour round trip each time. They're happy to do it, but it would help if very occasionally my brother and his girlfriend made the journey. But they won't ask as they don't want to put extra pressure on new parents. What is the best thing to do in this situation? Well, this is an easy question to answer. The best thing to do in this situation, because you are not any of the people involved, is this, butt out. I know it's annoying when it's someone as close as your brother and you don't want to see your parents being taken advantage of. But this is a problem between your brother and his girlfriend and your parents. It is not your problem. And it is a very bad idea to appoint yourself or allow yourself to be appointed as some kind of go-between. I don't often insist that people take my advice because I think they should only take it if it speaks to them in some way and they choose to. Uh, but in this case, I urge you, take my advice and keep out of it. Let them set their own rules and boundaries. Close your eyes, go la 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 and just get on and live your life. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, I was cleaning my 16-year-old son's bedroom this weekend and found a used condom in the bin. Now I'm worrying about him. We never had the talk and I know his school didn't have the best sex ed programme. He must have had his girlfriend over when my husband and I were out at a birthday party, but he didn't tell us he was going to invite her over and they haven't been going out for long at all, perhaps a month. Should I talk to him about it? Oh, I love this question. This is probably my favourite question ever. <laughs> Two of my children are approaching their teens, so this is a really fascinating question for me. I am so amused that he left the used condom somewhere where you could find it. Either he's a bit thick and didn't think about it, no offence, or he secretly wanted you to find it so that you can have this talk. Either way, you definitely need to talk to him Unfortunately, and however embarrassing, I think you need to tell him that you know about the condom. I know this is totally excruciating and he will probably explode with embarrassment, but you just have to get over that. Say, I know you had your girlfriend over because I saw the evidence in the bin. Can we talk about what's going on here? If you're not okay with him seeing her and sleeping with her, even though, to be fair, he's not practising unprotected sex, he definitely understood something in sex ed at school, then you need to set down ground rules. If he's going to break those ground rules, then he'll have to break them off your property. If you're OK with it, then tell him what the boundaries are, i.e. he can have his girlfriend round, but you need to know when she's staying over and so on. It sounds to me from the tone of your letter that this has taken you all a bit by surprise, which shocks me slightly. He's a healthy 16-year-old boy. So it's time to wake up and face the truth. This is going on and he needs to know from you as an adult what the ground rules are. He also needs to understand that if he's old enough to have sex and use a condom, well done for that, then he's also old enough to talk to you about his life and what he's doing. It only needs to happen once, this talk. It's not like you need to have a chat about it every day. So get on with it. Good luck and please report back. I might find it very useful for myself. 
our last question this week. Diviv, my relationship is suffering since we've had our second child. I know everyone says your life totally changes when you have a baby, but we were kind of doing okay until our second child came along. Why did nobody warn me that going from one to two is, in a way, even harder than having your first? I mean, it's great that you know what you're doing second time around and you're not so shell-shocked by the newness of it all, but I'm really struggling with the fact that the precious little us time my husband and I had with baby number one has all but disappeared. Life is one big parent fest and we're just not getting on as we used to. We're tired and irritable with each other and I know my husband thinks I've turned into the cliched, tired mum who doesn't want to have sex. And I don't, I just want to sleep. Our youngest is two now, so we're out of the newborn craziness, but it's just not feeling any easier. We used to feel like a couple who'd had a child. Now I feel like we're only parents with children. Are we going to be able to come out the other side intact? I love this. Life is one big parent fest. Hilarious. There is a difference, though, isn't there, between life is one big parent fest, which I totally identify with, and we're just not getting on as we used to. If you were getting on better, maybe you could laugh about the fact that you're not getting much, if any, us time and about how annoying the big parent fest is. What you talk about, though, is such a common phenomenon. It doesn't make it any less difficult. And it breaks my heart when you write, we used to feel like a couple who'd had a child. Now I feel like we're only parents with children. You will get back to being a couple. It's just hard work. And perhaps, yes, it does get harder the more children there are in the house. And it's certainly harder, I think, when any of the children are still under five. Perhaps a radical intervention is what is needed here. Your youngest child is two. That is plenty old enough for you to go away for a night or for a weekend. Find someone you trust to come and stay over at yours, one of your siblings, your parents, a trusted babysitter. If you don't have any options like that, can you find another parent who'll help you out? You'd be surprised how many people would understand what you're going through and want to help you out. If you don't have any money, can you ask friends if you can go and stay with them or find someone to house sit for for a night or two? There are always solutions. But I think you need to get away, just the two of you. And have a rule when you go that you don't talk about the children for at least the first two or three hours. (laughs) Talk about your memories of when you first met instead or the first films that you went to go and see together. Once you've had some concentrated time together, you need to turn this into a regular thing. I know everyone cringes at the idea of pre-agreed date nights, but it is something that keeps a lot of relationships together. I think couples with young families are so appalled that their relationship just cannot be spontaneous anymore, that they almost give up entirely. Spontaneity is not everything, and it just can't work if most of your spontaneity is taken up with juggling little people. So get the diary out and write down when you are going to go to the cinema and when you're going to go to Nando's or wherever. It doesn't have to be exciting and glamorous. Just go out already. Don't give up. This is just a phase and it will pass. The children will grow. 
you won't feel so tired. You will want sex again. (laughs) You just need to keep remembering to grab time for yourselves. It won't just happen though. You have to force it. Don't forget to order extra coleslaw at Nando's. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there.